Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. You're on board Flight 785. That's right, guys. We are back. We are back. Flight 785 in the house for another week. My name is Kenyan. You all know that. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? That's what I want to know. And I have my lovely lady friend, Carrie, right here. How are you doing, Carrie? I'm doing fine. Fantastic. Fantastic, guys. We are here for another week of the show. And I will tell you, I have been out for a slight amount of time, maybe three weeks. It's been three weeks since we last chit-chatted. But uh, guys, I got to tell you, I was feeling a little under the weather. Check that. A lot under the weather. I was feeling a lot under the weather. Had a trip to the urgent care, saw some the good folks over at the urgent care, and still was not feeling my best, guys. It was not COVID, though. Thank goodness. Well, apparently, according to the test that I took... It was not COVID. The multiple tests. The multiple tests. It was not COVID, nor was it the flu. I don't know what the problem was, but I was sick as they a dog, guys. It was a good old-fashioned migraine. It was a migraine, and I felt terrible, and you know what? Hit the urgent care. Then hit got, the emergency room. Got some treatment, and then the next day hit the, you know, hit the ER where I spent not as not as much time as I thought I would spend. But I enough. figured, uh, yes, enough. Yes, always enough. You know, any time over an hour is too long at the local emergency room. But I went to the emergency room, got checked out, got some more treatment, and am now feeling much better. Still not 100%, but feeling better enough to do the show. Because before I will tell you guys, I was feeling absolutely terrible, could not do the show, could not get out of bed. It was a bad time, I will tell you that. But my lovely lady friend, Carrie, took care of things in the meantime while I was out. And uh, she did a wonderful job. Did you not, Carrie? You did a great job. Yes, she did do a great job. I will have to... uh, what toot her own horn is that how you is that is that the <laughs> is that the vernacular sure yes so she did a great we'll job accept it. but yes we'll accept it but i am feeling much better guys welcome to the show guys welcome to the show welcome aboard you know we just grab a couple news topics and we chop them up that's exactly how we do it here on flight 785 it is current time 3 55 p.m on july 3rd 2020 and we are back better than ever broadcasting straight from well not exactly broadcasting but back in the days in radio terms it was broadcasting but i am right now sitting at cedar crest south cedar crest south you're in southeast texas carrie what say you carrie are you ready are you ready to do it very ready guys it you know what i missed you guys i will tell you i missed you guys So, you know, at the very beginning of the show, I have to tell you all, I have what you call diplomatic immunity. What that means is I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers. I may say some things, but it's okay. It's all good. We're all friends here. He will say some things, and they will not be quite right. Listen, I will. it's not the migraine. It's just him. No, you know what? That's disrespectful. Very disrespectful. But yes, I will tell you, I have diplomatic immunity. Don't get upset with me. And at the very beginning of the show. And I just tell it like it is. Of course you do. (laughs) Of course you do. At the very beginning of the show, we always go over what we have been watching lately on the telly. Or, you know, movies or whatever. We did see Top Gun over Memorial Day weekend. Very good. Very good. But uh, what else have we been watching, Carrie? What have we been watching? Uh, last night, we watched The Man from Toronto. The Man from Toronto with, with uh, Kevin Hart yeah, and Woody Harrelson. Yes. What was your take on The Man from Toronto? What uh, was your take on it? It was not very good. Carrie did not like The Man it wasn't from like Toronto. It was horrible... It yes. wasn't like hor- so horrible that we had to stop it. Right. But it was. It was. But you didn't think it was, it was very good. good. So, how many stars did you give the man from Toronto out of five? 
I'll give it a three. I will give it a solid three. Well, you know, three is good. Three is good. You know, you didn't waste your money. Like On the verge of two and a half. I mean, if you'd have went to. Okay. Oh, if I would have gone to the movies, I would have been mad. Okay. Okay. So you're giving it a three or it two and a, a half. It was a Netflix worthy sleep depriving okay Okay. Movie. Now, now she's just hating, I didn't guys. fall asleep. Now, now I didn't she, say you're wasting my life energy. I need to go to bed. I stayed awake. <laughs> Kevin Hart, guys, shout out to Kevin Hart. I'm gonna give it a solid three out of five. Had some laughs, entertaining, and it was good for a Saturday night in Southeast Texas. Carrie, can can before, you give it that before much? nine p.m. Okay, yes. you Just know watch what? It before nine, you don't have to qualify that with a before nine p.m. Okay. Well, you but always complain because not... I fall asleep during movies. She will so fall this asleep. This is one that if if you're gonna, you know, if you're feeling a little drowsy, don't start it. If you're feeling a little <laughs> drowsy, so basically what you're saying is it's a sleeper, so you need to watch it prior to nine p.m. Is that what you're telling me? Correct. Or is it just you? No, it's just no. You. There's other people that do this. No, you, I've one heard. thing about one thing about Carrie, if she is fed and she is warm, <laughs> she's going to sleep. That's just exactly how it's going to be. It doesn't matter if it's nine in the morning or nine at light. That's if, a lie. if she is fed and she is warm <laughs> and she's comfortable, she's going you know to what? sleep. I'm a firm believer in nap yes. time. Okay, I, nap time. I'm a firm believer in an hour nap every day. Let me tell you something. Whether it's between nine and ten, right, or eleven, like and 12, I said. Like I, like I said, <laughs> at anytime, least an hour a day. <laughs> like I said, anytime if she's warm and she's fed, she's going to sleep. Anytime is the right time for nap time. Whereas me, nap time, naps are for old people and babies, and I am neither one. Therefore, I don't need to take any naps. You should naps. have napped a lot last weekend. You know what? <laughs> That's disrespectful. That You know what? I had a dog on. You know what? Engineer hit her with the button. Oh, hell no. I was so exhausted this weekend to catch up from last weekend and taking care of you in between your naps. Let me tell you something, guys. When I don't <laughs> feel good... People don't really know it because I tell my lady friend, please just, if it's not too much trouble, give me a little bit of Tylenol and a little bit of water and that's it. And then I take clinger, my Clinger, no, no, I, I am not clinger. a clinger. I am not a clinger. I take my Tylenol and, I, ta and I take my water and I did. Play uh, with me. Clinger. No, that's not true. Play with that's, me. You know, that's not true. You know, you know what? You're on board flight 785. The lies have already started. You know what? I'm offended. The lies have already started. Here's the deal. I asked her to take me to the ER because, well, and the urgent care. First, the urgent care because I no. felt that I would we not be able to drive. We agreed you were going to the emergency room. I was not going I was to be pulling out of the driveway, and someone says, you need to hurry up. I'm already checked into the urgent care. I said, what urgent care? We're going to the emergency room. No, I'm already checked into the urgent care. So the patient is checking himself in well, somewhere <laughs> where we were not going to go. And, no, of course, I they didn't have the right medication. He doesn't listen to the medical professional. He just does what he wants when he doesn't feel well. So we wasted a whole nother day because he went to the urgent care and not the ER the first time around. You know what? That's disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. Guys, I was not feeling well. So Saturday, we went to the urgent care where I got some treatment. They, they, I got some treatment Half there treatment. and then Sunday I still was feeling absolutely terrible and urgent care had said, go to the, uh, the ER. They said, go to the ER if you're still feeling bad. 30 minutes. And so, no, he said, if you fall asleep, go ahead, but you'll need to go to the ER next day. And, and that's exactly what I did. I went to the ER and they took care of me at the ER. It's crazy at the ER nowadays because at least for the ER, I went to. They have they, an assembly line. Now. Well, they've got it like it must an, be the COVID assembly line. Well, so, something, something. <laughs> they have. I guess we're naming it now. the The people that are sick, basically, you're calling it the people that are sick, are part of the assembly line. Is that what you're telling me <laughs> yes. now, Carrie? No. No, the assembly line, they take you through a door, they get your vitals, they probably take your COVID test, they put you in a room, you talk to the doctor for five minutes, he says what you need for your IV cocktail, you walk out the door, you stop, you get your IV, they put you back in the lobby with the everybody lobby. else with the Yes, IV. so you're in the lobby. As soon as you complete the IV, if you need x-rays or any other tests, you go directly there as soon as the IV is done, and then you go immediately to check out to pick up your meds or to be admitted i don't know it's an assembly line listen i don't know why carrie is talking about the trauma that i went through with such glee 
the trauma that I went through with such glee last weekend. So I get to the ER. We're just going to just spill it out. I get to the ER. They give me an IV. I'm in the lobby along with a couple other folks that have an IV also in the lobby. They call me in. I get taken care of, get a CAT scan, all that good stuff. They hook me up with some more meds and I'm on my way, but I'm feeling better. Enough, you know, enough to do the podcast. So Dutch Chocolate is back. Dutch Chocolate is back with diplomatic immunity. So what do we got going on for today? And we need to get into the flight plan. The flight plan, we always start off with what we're talking about. So what we're going to talk about are some parents in New Delhi that are not happy with their child. We're going to talk about CNN. You know, they flubbed something, CNN. We're also going to talk about trouble at the movie theater, potential trouble. We're also going to get into, yes, we're going with a little bit more, something that happened in Scotland, Scotland with a woman. And then we get into learn something, right? What have we gotten with learn something? What do we got? So now that I'm back in the office, yes, we're going to talk about food safety for lunches. Food safety for lunches. Yes. And then we get into Abby is not right. Abby is not right. The portion of the show, my favorite portion. Stay tuned for that, guys. It is a good one, I guarantee. Okay, here we go. So we have an Indian couple in New Delhi. All right. They, well, you know what? I'm just going to let you guys have it. Here's what happened, okay? A retired Indian couple is suing their son and their daughter-in-law, demanding that they produce a grandchild within a year or pay them 50 million, million rupees, which is approximately $675,000. Oh, hell no! Yes, Sanjeev Prasad, who is a 61-year-old retired government officer, said it was an emotional and sensitive issue for him and his wife, and they cannot wait any longer. His son, who was married six years ago, his current profession is he's a pilot. We want a grandson or a granddaughter within a year or compensation because I have spent my life's earnings on my son's education, is what the father said. Prasad said that he spent 3.5 million rupees, which is about $47,300, for his son's pilot training in the United States. Mm -hmm. The main issue is that at this age, we need a grandchild. But these people, meaning his son and his daughter-in-law, he calls them this pe these people, have an attitude, and they don't think about us. That is what the gentleman said. So, okay? wait, I want to get this straight. Yes. He paid for his education as a pilot. He did not pay for his education in reproduction. Well, no, the, nothing, no, no. No, so how is it owed to him? He didn't teach him how to reproduce, no, no, I, I guess. Think, listen, I think yeah, he knows. Like, like what? No. what? <laughs> no, I don't think you're understanding. He this. put money into an education, <laughs> no. but it wasn't reproduction education. <laughs> I didn't hear anywhere. If you take no. him to court, he's going to say, Dad, you didn't teach me how to reproduce. Oh, you didn't my. pay me to go to reproduction school. You paid oh, me to go my. to pilot school. Listen, is that not correct? That is not correct. Okay, that is not correct. I didn't hear any. Anywhere where he taught me the value of being a good father. I, I, I didn't hear anywhere about reproduction, fatherhood. All I heard was he invested in his pilot license. How do you equal that to having a child? I think you're reading into this. Okay. What he's saying is. He and can I go will, adopt a grandchild. I will reset this. The main. No, I hear you. The main I heard issue. you clearly. At this age, is that we need a grandchild? I understand, but, but these it doesn't people mean have an attitude, and they don't think about us. You know, like when you go to court, they don't think you about go us. To court, and you need your repercussions or your your reparations. No, for, it's not. Listen, what listen, what is it called? You know what? You know what? <laughs> reparations, repercussions. Would you go to court? Okay, you know, your payment for being hurt from that would, something that or be, deprived of something. That would be restitution. Restitution. <laughs> Prostitute. No, no not prostitute. You know what? Oh, I, I'm just, this is I'm getting just, out of control. I'm okay. Saying, we like, need to nothing, this in. nothing valid was presented in this case, period. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is what the gentleman says. You didn't know says. we were going there, did you? Dad says that we got him married in the hope we would have the pleasure of becoming grandparents. Uh -huh. It has been six years since their marriage. Uh -huh. It feels as if, despite having everything, 
we have nothing. Uh huh. The court accepted their petition and scheduled it for a hearing. Uh huh. So the son and the daughter-in-law cannot be reached for comment. So let me get this straight: if the son and the daughter-in-law win this lawsuit, do they win the the money that they're you know asking I, for? I, I, I do not know, but because they have a good case. But the father, Prasad, said he and his wife love children. Uh-huh. We aren't getting love and affection from where we want it the most. I feel very, very unlucky. <laughs> Maybe they should adopt some kids. You know what? And send them to pilot school and demand a grandchild. I'm going to tell you right now, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Yeah. If you and I were married or are married yeah, and yes. we did not have any children and we I lived know, in... that's not going to work. Okay, and we lived the in... The first three years it worked. Okay, okay, listen, listen, I couldn't keep I her mean, off. I mean, listen, no. Truth be told, guys, I couldn't keep her off me, but let me continue, please. Let me digress. Okay, I, don't I digress. Think people understand. What I'm we telling... have three kids from the first three years of our marriage. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is this: if your parents or my parents were to tell me, and we didn't have any kids, maybe they after told six, us we wouldn't have had any. After six years of marriage, that we are going to <laughs> sue you, okay, for six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. You know what I'm going to do? Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm moving away, okay? I am moving away. Catch me outside, how about that? And I'm kicking them. They're never allowed back at my house I think I would have asked if they would, if I do produce these grandchildren, am I going to get that much money? You know what? That's a good one right there. I never thought of that. I I never thought about that. So that is what's going on. Maybe that would be the motivator instead of suing them. Perhaps. Perhaps instead yeah. of getting sued for six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars, stuff's out of control, guys. It's, it's out of control. We're gonna move to CNN, the cable news network of CNN. Let me tell you what CNN did. CNN accidentally sent welcome baskets to employees. Oh, very nice. Who were laid off after the CNN Plus streaming service shut down? Oh hell no! Yes. CNN Plus, CNN Plus, which is the paid streaming subscription service, Uh launched on March 29th and decided it was going to shut down on April 25th. Okay. A week later, hundreds of laid-off staffers received welcome gifts, some of them which had encouraging notes attached to them. This is an incredible time to be part of CNN, one note said. Build relationships and take time to connect with colleagues and learn so that you make the most of your time here. So they were welcoming them them back, right? No, they were not welcoming them back. They were part of, these staffers were part of CNN Plus streaming service. So the note was supposed to say, so sorry, and here's our... There was not supposed to be any note. No note was supposed to have been sent or gift baskets. Oh. Yes. No, Carrie, guys, <laughs> Carrie is not with us. She, she, you know what? There was something that happened today. There was an incident. Let me go off on this exit. There was an incident that happened today, guys. I'm going to tell you. Someone forgive Carrie. Set me up. Forgive Carrie. Here's what happened. In the garage, I, think, I have. To be honest, I think I have a concussion. Someone please let set me. me up. Please let me paint the picture. In my garage, I have a stand-up freezer or refrigerator. Yeah. With a you a know regular, regular a regular refrigerator. refrigerator and I have a what what do you call those freezers the the freezer on the side the other freezer so, on the side has nothing to do with we the made a trip we made a trip to Costco earlier today had a good time at Costco Costco except for a gentleman an elderly gentleman was walking with his wife and I was tired of being in Costco myself and I know he was fed up but then oh. I heard his wife look at him and say wait she goes there isn't such and such we're gonna have to go to sam's and you know what he said ain't nobody got time for that i'm not going to sam's that's what he said we're already here at costco so i thought to myself you know what i don't have it as bad as he does i emptied the truck and we have enough room we can go to sam's too ain't nobody got time for that and he says i'm not going to sam's Ain't nobody got time to go to Sam's after you've been at Costco for two hours. But I digress. Poor so guy. we returned home from Costco and I am taking, you know, some of our stuff into the house. 
out of my truck. And all of a sudden, I hear a noise outside in the garage. And I knew that Carrie was loading the refrigerator. And I hear a noise and I hear something like, a, what the? <laughs> and so I don't know what exactly happened. But I walk outside and Carrie, I'll let you take it on from there. Go ahead. What happened, Carrie? Tell Someone us. named Kenan put two small coolers on the top of the freezer and left it hanging off the edge. I open the freezer door and the small one hits me smack in the forehead. Then it fell on my two broken toes that I broke while I was taking care of you with your migraine. Yes. Stop doing yes. the sound. You know, that's my engineer. I'm sorry. <laughs> my engineer around the corner, he, he so handles all the sound. So when I bent down to get the small one, yes. the medium-sized cooler hit me in the back of the head I'm and hit my back. And I can get up. This no, I didn't fall. This, that, this is terrible. That stuff just fell on me. Yes. Someone but, rigged it that way. It was a booby trap. All the time that I open up you, my refrigerator. You do not know how to organize. All the times, guys, that I open up the refrigerator inside my garage, the cooler has never fallen on top of me. The one time that Carrie opens I up the refrigerator. I had my hands full of groceries, a, too. There a, was nothing a, I could do. A cooler falls out. Anyway, so she's got, bottom line, I believe she feels that she has a concussion. So Maybe she's a having a hard one. time catching up. So let me just. I do not. I, I'll tell you what happened, okay? CNN, they fired a bunch of people, and then a couple weeks later, they got welcome baskets. End of story, Carrie. Because they were hiring them back. No, they, they were no, they were not. No one was getting hired back. Okay, CNN was shuttering their CNN CNN Plus streaming service. Well, that and, was horrible. And, okay, CNN, congratulations, you played yourself. We you need to move you on. You spent money on baskets, they, and you could have been paying they, for they, five they, of those people. Okay. <laughs> okay, we need to move on. Movie theaters are starting to bounce back, and summer blockbusters like Top Gun are bringing in big crowds. But theaters may be facing a new dilemma. As you walk through the doors of a movie theater, the aroma of buttery popcorn fills the air. It's a scent that feels, you know, nostalgic to many. But could that be ending soon? Experts are saying movie theaters could be facing a popcorn shortage. Oh, hell no! Farmers are growing less corn and planting more profitable crops. Supply chain issues are impacting everything from the oil used to pop it to the bags you eat out of it. Theaters rely heavily on their concessions for profit. So does that mean you'll be paying more for that large popcorn? First of all, the price of a bowl of popcorn or a large popcorn is as high as doggone giraffe tail. It's just out well, of control. At the movie theater we go to, I think it's like $10 for that large bo bottomless bowl. You know what? And we don't even get halfway through it. Let me tell you something. It shouldn't be $10. It should be like $5. It should be $5 for the popcorn. But you don't need okay. it all. But here's the deal. I'm on a fixed income. Maybe they need to make popcorn scented candles and just, you know, light those candles and then pop when needed. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I told you that she had a concussion, guys. I told you she does that not. she has a concussion. Stop okay. talking about me like uh, I'm not here. You know I'm what? here. You know what? I, you right? know, I may be a... Oh, my God. You know what? You're here. Yes, you are. This is ridiculous. See, you hear me. We need to move on. We need to move on. <laughs> we, we have to move on. Carrie, we need to move on to Scotland. Oh, wait. Yes. I just thought of something. Yes. So I thought it was might be a good movie. Um, I think George Clooney. I want to say Julia Roberts have a movie coming out. Ain't nobody got time for that. All yeah, right, you got you got Con time. For continue that. on. Continuing on. <laughs> it looks good. We're going to move into Scotland. A pet lover. All right, guys. In three months, he's going to be saying, "We're going to go check this movie out." We all love our pets, do we not? So, a pet lover paid four thousand dollars. $4,000 in euros to have her cat preserved in a curled up sleeping position and says it's the best decision she's ever made. Engineer, hit the button. Oh, hell no. I think it's a good idea. Oh, hell no. Harriet Peace was devastated when her cat died after being struck by a car and couldn't bear the thought of him being buried or cremated. Okay. She decided to investigate taxidermy, viewing it as the perfect way for him to be with me forever. Yeah. She forever. Still pet him. Okay. If our listen, dog was 100 okay, okay, pounds, okay, I would okay. love to do you, that you too. Know, okay. Let me tell you something. 
Let me tell you something. What? Right after this, we're going to the ER. Okay? <laughs> we're going over the ER. We're going to get you a CAT scan. It's just a okay? little cat. We're going like, to get you a CAT scan. It's no different scan. than having a little stuffed animal. We are going right? to get you CAT scan. But okay? our dog was 100 pounds. We couldn't just have that laying around. According to Harriet. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. According to Harriet, her cat Tango, who she says was like her child, yeah. had no visible injuries in death and looked as though he'd simply fallen asleep. The 28-year-old nursing assistant paid 4,000 euros. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. That, that's too much. Yeah, she paid 4,000 euros uh-huh. for the specialist service, which took seven months. Oh, God. Tango had to be sent down from Scotland to London-based taxidermy business, and the name of the taxidermy business is called... Revive Your Life? No. It's called... Relive your life. It's called Get Stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) Although Harriet did have few concerns, all her fears dissipated. Is it only for pets? Yes. They're not stuffing people, Carrie. (laughs) No, I mean. No, okay. You know what? For any kind of taxidermy needs or only pet needs. I'm about to turn off your microphone, okay? (laughs) If you're asking if this taxidermy place is only for pets, I am getting ready to turn off your microphone. You know, I need to fill your forehead because this is is getting out of control. Okay. Although Harriet did have few concerns, all her fears dissipated when she went to collect Tango. Harriet said, I was really nervous when I dropped him off because I was worried he would look different and I would have made the wrong decision. But when I picked him up, it was all worth it. He looked so realistic, Gary. That's this is what good. she's saying. Because, you know, saying, some people, when they go take their family members to the embalmer. Okay, okay, listen, listen, we're not going there. Okay, we're not <laughs> going there. You know, I have to rein this in, okay? Harriet <laughs> said, when I picked him up, it was all worth it. See? He looked so realistic. He's exactly how he was, and I'm so happy that I have him here to remember him. Okay, cue the banjo music. Cue per- the... Perfect pet. Perfect you, pet. Listen. You don't have to feed it. You don't have to water it. You you don't have to let it out. You don't have to pay for a sitter. Do you guys see what Perfect I have to deal with? Perfect pet. Do you guys see what I have to deal with? Okay. This is what I have to deal with. And she thinks she doesn't need to go to the doctor to get a cat scan. And it still this, will scare, scare away the mice, okay. I'm sure. Everyone jumps to the conclusion it is disgusting or degrading or prevents an animal from being at peace. But it's done very respectfully. If you had the chance to have your pet preserved how it was before for the rest of your life, wouldn't you do it? It's the best decision I could have ever made. I don't understand it. I really don't. Carrie, can you please shine some light? What am I missing here? If it works for her, it works for her. What am I missing here? Okay. This woman has this cat, Tango, and Tango is being preserved. I do not understand it. She has the cat. It and works it's, for her. It's preserved, and she has this cat just laying around the house stuffed. It helps her. It, it helps it's her. It's just like a stuffed animal now. It is not like a stuffed animal. Let me tell you something. Stuffed animals don't move. You Taxidermy take, animals don't move. Kids take their stuffed animals to the park, okay? They take them to show and tell. You know, they take them to other places. You're not taking a stuffed cat to Home Depot. Not, not everybody can, takes them everywhere. You're not taking a stuffed not animal. Not everybody takes their stuffed animals <laughs> everywhere. Some people just leave it in their bed. Okay, we need to move on, Carrie. We need to move on. This is getting out of control. We need to get into learn something, please. Oh let's, yes, let's learn let's, something. Let's get into learn something because you know this is starting to make my head hurt. We're not learning much. Well, I'm thinking that maybe I need to get a cat scan from having this conversation with you. But please continue. Please okay. continue. So you know, I'm back in the office now. I'm no longer working from no home. longer working from and home, and I observe some things that. Are kind of disturbing. Okay. As far as food safety for food, lunches food or safety, people yes. bring food to share. Like potluck and stuff, right? Like, yes. Like potluck and stuff that they So the that last they have. holiday we had, it was, what was the last holiday we had? Oh, Father's Day. Yes, for Father's so Day. So other Father's Day weekend, someone yes. in my office made potato salad. Potato salad. Father's Day is on a Sunday, correct? Yes. Okay. So on... Wednesday, someone brought in their leftover potato salad. 
Party's here. <laughs> okay. And hold on, let me get this straight. Hold on, let's reset that. <laughs> hold on. Hold Do you on. understand where I'm coming from? You know what? I need to take my Giggle Bill Boba. Okay, so okay. Father's Day Father's was on Day is Sunday. Sunday. Okay, there so there was now... potato salad made for her family on Sunday. Okay, so the lady she made, made potato a lot salad. of yes. potato salad. Yes, on Sunday. So on Wednesday. So now that we go Monday. We have we Tuesday. have made it on Sunday. That's okay. day one. Pre- prepared on Sunday. Yes. Then we got Monday and Monday Tuesday and Tuesday. So now we're going on day four day of potato four salad of potato that salad. potentially sat out on Sunday. Correct, of course. And then sat in someone's fridge for and brought to work on day four. And then... Right now, the price is wrong so far. I'm going to tell you that right now, but please continue. And then it sat on the counter from 7.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then it was decided to be put in the fridge. So there was no refrigeration from 7.30 in the morning till 2 p.m. Yes. At the break room. And then it was asked, did anybody want to take that home? Okay. Let me ask you this. My question is, did you partake of any no, of the potato no, salad? No, 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 no. Number didn't. one, I don't like mustard. That okay. was my excuse. Okay, right, right. And number two, <laughs> number you don't feel two, like getting food poisoning. No, I won't eat potato salad that's been open from the grocery store or that has been cooked past day two. Day three is pushing it. But we're on day four and outside of the fridge. Or potato so salad I was with raisins. Taking- yeah, you know, the one thing you don't do, one thing I will not do is potato salad <laughs> with raisins. I told my coworkers. So I was just taking bets who wouldn't show up to work. Abs- absolutely. Day. Absolutely. You know what? I told my coworkers, I said, you know, over, what was it, July 4th. I told, yeah. I, 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 not July 4th, let me go back, over Father's Day weekend, I told them if someone has a cookout, if yes. someone has a cookout and they bring potato salad uh-huh. and there's raisins in there. What I told my coworkers is yes. the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to block you on Instagram. I'm going <laughs> to unfriend you. I'm going to unfriend you from Facebook, okay? And I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. And at that point, at that that point that I see raisins in your potato salad, we are no longer friends. Catch me outside. So, How about that? So are we having potato salad with raisins on the 4th tomorrow? <laughs> you know what? Are we having... Are we? Are we? Are we? I don't know. You're in charge of the menu. Engineer. No. Engineer. We're having are we... quinoa salad. Okay. Engineer, are we having raisins and potato salad? Oh, hell no. One more time for emphasis. Oh, hell no. But please right. continue, Carrie. Please so continue. So I decided to yes. go ahead and do food safety for lunches as my learn something. Okay. Because, you know, I took an epidemiology class and... You go and you take how many people ate such and such? How many people were sick? You know, what were their symptoms? Right. And you try to go back and you find the culprit of what food caused what bacteria. Right. The research. And it's always the potato salad. It's always it's the always, potato salad. It's always whatever has the eggs in it the or eggs the, the mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Right. Yeah. Right. So, anyway. I and my coworker, I told him, I said, don't eat the potato salad. It's been sitting out. He comes in and says, I'll pay you $50. First of all, he messaged me virtually and says, I'm really hungry. Is that potato salad sitting there? I said, <laughs> oh, no, yes, but I would terrible. not eat it. It's going on six hours now. We don't know how long it sat out so on mes- Sunday. So he messaged you on the team's y- chat. Yes. No, it's looking really good right now. I'm really hungry. He's really hungry I and he wants potato salad. There are ice cream sandwiches in the freezer that are just fine. Go Absolutely. eat those. Absolutely. No, I think I want the potato salad. Yes. So he comes and he goes, I'll give you $50 if you try the potato salad and tell me if it's any good. I'll give you $50. I said, no, I want to have a good evening. And he goes, well, will you pay me $50? I said, no, because you'll eat it anyway. <laughs> you know what? That is terrible. That is terrible. As he proceeded to get his spoonful to eat it. Did he really? He did. Are you serious? Are I'm you very telling, serious. You're telling me that he went and ate the potato salad. Yes. Oh, and he wasn't is... feeling very good on Monday because this was Thursday. You know what? He, you know, he, he was like, 
<laughs> game over. Game over eating potato salad that's four days right. old and has been sitting in the break room for six hours. So, so we're just going to go over some food safety rules in general I just to help to people that. out. You know, I don't know if COVID people forgot. I or... think we need to do that. Absolutely. So harmful bacteria can grow after two hours. This can cause foodborne illness or food poisoning bacteria, which grows between 40 to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. There are four steps to food handling. Cleanliness, which is washing hands and surfaces. Separate. Don't cross-contaminate raw food from ready-to-eat food. Cook. Use food thermometer to reach high enough temperatures to kill the bacteria. Chill. Refrigerate food properly. Do not leave food out for more than two hours. One hour if it is over 90 degrees. Okay. So, food needs Absolutely. to be cooked and stored at proper temperatures. High-risk foods that cannot be stored at room temperature and need to be chilled or refrigerated is meat. Okay. Meat. What was that for? No, I'm, go ahead. Poultry. That was my, that was my engineer. It was like an asterisk. <laughs> well, listen, you, listen. One one thing you don't want is you don't want the meat to go bad. <laughs> no. Oh my. George Takai, what is that all about? You don't want the meat to go bad. You don't want the poultry, seafood, eggs, tofu, Absolutely. dairy products, open canned fruit, cooked fruits, vegetables and fruit that are cut and peeled. Pasta and rice can go bad too. Yes. Foods that can be packed for lunches to be kept at room temperature are. Oh, and this is another thing. One of my pet peeves. What's People that? People will bring in their leftovers from the night before. Okay. Like they got lasagna orange, or something. Lasagna, orange chicken with rice from Panda Express, whatever. Right. And okay. they just let it sit on their desk, unrefrigerated. All day. And go eat that at noon. They they start work at 730 and they go eat that at noon. One that appalled me the most was a lady went to five guys. She brought her Coke that was watered down. Right. In her cup from Five Guys. At lunchtime? Or? At lunchtime. She brought it in in the morning. So the her next Coke day. The, the next, next day. day. So okay. she went and right. got Five Guys the night before and said, I couldn't eat my dinner and I went to bed. So I l brought my hamburger, fries, and Coke from last night. Sat it on her desk and it sat there all morning, unrefrigerated, and proceeded to eat it for lunch. <laughs> Look, if you guys could see his eyebrows. You know what this is getting out of control <laughs> so i just thought i'd go over some good packed lunch ideas if you cannot refrigerate your lunches there's peanut butter sandwiches popcorn bread crackers unpeeled fruit uh beef jerky or canned fish or meat once it's open it must be eaten or you must refrigerate it yeah. on board just an seven, FYI. Eight, i know these are simple things but i i just think some adults might need a reminder absolutely absolutely and if you bring high risk foods for bacteria put it on ice use an ice pack as recommended two cold packs would be uh, ideal in an insulated launch bag another tip is to put an insulated bag in the freezer the night before so that it will be cold so you know your your lunchbox it has that insulated you know now they're kind of right. flimsy that, they're not that, hard that foil yeah stuff. right just stick it in the freezer so that it's cold and then put an ice pack on your food See, I, I never thought, thought about kinda, that i didn't either i thought that was kind of smart so then uh i was reading an article by food network and uh, this is just a reminder of foods that must be refrigerated and i thought this was interesting if you slice tomatoes they need to be refrigerated they get bacteria after being sliced and left out very quickly i had no idea me either and a warm pie can be left out for only two hours after that the bacteria of the fruit and the veggies and the nuts spoil really so thanksgiving if you're not eating those pies after they've been cooked, they need to be refrigerated. Right, absolutely. And then corn on the cob. It can be st stored two days outside of the husk. Husk. <clears throat> yes. It's, it's husk. S-H-U-S-K. In the refrigerator. Six hours at room temperature with or without a husk. But it's, I believe it's husk. H-U-S-K. Yes, husks. Husks. Please continue. Okay, <laughs> 
Maple, you know, saying a lot you know, of people, one of the signs of a concussion is people that slur their words also. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's husk. Not husk. Okay, you know please this continue. This is all your fault. Please, please, you know what? It's my fault. Yes. So how many people do you know put maple syrup in the fridge? I put syrup in the fridge. But a lot of people don't. Right, they just leave it out. Yes, so... According to Food Network, they recommend that you put your maple syrup, especially the ones that have been, once it's been open, it needs to go in the fridge. It accumulates bacteria. That FYI. sounds about right. Right. That sounds about so, right. And eggs need to be refrigerated to avoid salmonella. Cheeses, especially soft cheeses, need to be refrigerated. Open jars of jelly must be refrigerated to prevent mold and growth. And ketchup, even though it has a high acid, it still should be refrigerated to keep the bacteria. Away. And I know a lot of people don't refrigerate their ketchup either. And restaurants leave it out there on the patio for hours. You know, I know a guy. I know a guy that he takes his barbecue sauce. He lives in Kansas City and he takes his barbecue sauce and he leaves it in the pantry. Every time I go to his house, he has the barbecue sauce in the pantry. We, and we I have to, to tell him sample and see how much bacteria is in it. You know, I have to tell him over and over <laughs> again, take the doggone barbecue sauce and put it in the refrigerator. And the barbecue sauce if that he, he it's well, I'm not even gonna say the name of the company of the barbecue but sauce. But if you but read the fine print, it says refrigerated after opening. I tell him all the time. I tell him yes. all the time. But please. Continue. So here here's a couple other things that you might not have thought of. Frosted cupcakes because the frosting has dairy in it it usually has like butter or cream in right. it Didn't think about they that. need to be refrigerated um the it, it's a haven for bacteria right then the lastly sliced fruit that must be kept refrigerated or cool you can't leave it out if it's already sliced out in the air it, it causes bacteria quickly too just like tomatoes and oddly enough a lot of people get sick because they buy the pre-sliced mm -hmm. you know like you know cantaloupe or whatever yeah. from their local grocery store mm -hmm. and you don't know how long it's been sitting out before it's been actually put in the plastic Correct. container and put in the chiller so, so over two hours out is a no-go. Outstanding, outstanding. Well, thank you so much. That is Learn Something. I hope everybody learns something. You're on board flight 785. Guys, guess what? We are at the point where we are at my favorite portion of the show. It is Abby is not right. Or is right. We don't know. We're going to find out. This is the portion of the show where I grab a story from one of the advice columns. We chop it up and we decide if the author is or the replier is or is not right so are you ready carrie i'm ready are you ready here we go I, I, Captain. we are not going to go to dear abigail we're going to ask someone else's mom so that is the column ask someone else's mom so here we go dear someone else's mom i am the kind of person who lets it all out when i am bothered by something my husband is the kind who holds it all in and just gets sulky, which makes me think I have done something to upset him. I want to be his real partner. But when <laughs> he holds everything in, it's hard to know how to help him or if it's something I'm doing or if it is work or his family or what. How do I get my husband to just let me know what is bothering him? This is a really hard one. I oh, deal with is, this a lot. This is terrible. What did you say? What did you say? This is, listen, guys, this is I not said, a relationship. This is a really hard one. And I deal with this a lot. That's what she said. Oh, my. <laughs> listen, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, guys. This is not a relationship podcast. Diplomatic immunity, okay? This is not a relationship podcast. We are talking about I something, think you should go a first. problem that someone had. We are talking about an issue that someone had. Yes, I, so think, I think here we go. Since it's a male issue, I think you should go first. Don't shake your head, no. So the lady is the wife is saying that her husband is very yeah. sulky and she needs to know, you know, he holds everything in, uh -huh. right? And she wants to know, how do I get my husband to just let me know what is bothering him? Right. And she had a signed need to get through. So what say you, Carrie? What say you regarding this? What would you tell this writer? 
this wife that has a hard time. She does. She likes to just let it all out where her husband is very sulky right. and just holds it in. Well, what I know exactly? from experience, screaming at him will not get it out. Well, listen, what you did with your ex-boyfriends, we don't need to know about, okay? <laughs> we don't need to talk. We don't know about what you did with your ex-boyfriends, okay? Uh, I, I don't know if you're trying to start something or what on the podcast. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know if it's the concussion. I don't know. You're on board flight 78. But what I do know is I we're not going to be talking about suggest, exes on the show. I, I would okay? suggest. Listen, make the show better, okay? Make the show better. Don't be talking about your exes know, on the show. You're getting really hostile. Make you the, need to, Maybe you should better. tell us what to do. You know what? Make the show better. Make the show better. How Karen. This is ridiculous. She suggests like send him a letter and say when you'd like to talk about it, go ahead and write me a letter back. So let me get this straight. She needs to write him a letter. No, no, she doesn't have to. Well, she you said should send him a letter. If you cannot use your words, no, to but tell she, me how exactly is she going to get that to him? To him. Well, the if words. they're in the same house. Well, no, you said send him a letter. No, she could write a letter saying, I understand something's frustrating you. Time for okay, what's you know your what? solution? I'm over it. Nobody has time to go write a letter. Take it to the local post office and no, have it mailed right back to, to the house. Mailed. Please, let me tell my truth. Have it mailed back to the house that you're Life just sitting Life is so difficult to. with you. Know you. Know Ain't nobody got time for that. We're trying to save Nobody money has here. time to figure out if he's in a mood or not. You just let it go. Oh, that's disrespectful. In these hard economic times, ain't nobody got time to write a letter and waste 55 cents to have it come well, right back to the house. If he can't speak English, then maybe he can write it on the paper. Okay, so what is your saying? What do, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, you have the I'm floor. saying you have suggest to him to write his feelings down since he can't speak it. No, he has the feelings. I believe what I, I know believe, he has well, the what feelings. What I'm saying is I believe that the wife knows that he is trying yes, to Yes, he's in his feelings. So maybe writing it down would make him feel better instead of verbally saying whatever's bothering him. Okay. Well, fantastic. What are your thoughts? Well, you're wrong here, but I'm going to go ahead and we'll see what as someone else's mom has to say about that. Shall we? Shall sure. we? Shall we see what as I could just imagine, you know, this is ridiculous. You her, know her, I don't know why a woman bother with these childish you know men. That, that's that's disrespectful. <laughs> here is what as someone else's mom says. Some people are silent processors. Some aren't. I suspect that for all the encouragement to get in touch with our feelings, there are still plenty of us who choose to work things through in our own time, in our own way. In you and your husband's case, you're obviously on different ends of the blurt it out scale. My advice is to be patient with him, even if it's something that you're doing or not doing that's bothering him. Obviously, it's something that she's doing that's bothering Whatever. him. Diplomatic immunity. Pushing too constantly to get him to talk to you about it might only force him to further into his silence. So pushing him constantly, you know, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. That's why I suggested the note when he was ready. You know, when the wife, listen, you ain't got to get all hot about it, okay? I'm just reading. When the wife is, you know, constantly telling so the she's husband, advising just ignore the problem well, no she's not when the wife is constantly Did she say anything else when the wife is constantly telling the husband why can't you talk to me please please talk to me i need you to talk to me what she's saying is don't do that zip it up okay <laughs> zip it up i don't think okay that's what, yes, what she's saying okay she's saying, she saying <laughs> let him have his silence he possibly feels he doesn't want to burden you with his problems, which is you, until he's worked <laughs> them out for himself. When he's in his processing mode, you can let him know you're aware something's up and you want to help if you're able, if only as a sounding board. If only she was a mind Please, reader. let, please. When, when are you ready to process? That's what she's got to say. It's very rude to interrupt. Let, let me know when the light bulb hits your head. <laughs> you and... You're disrespectful. It's very rude to interrupt. Your support, including when you don't know what you're supporting, may be the best way to both help and get through to your husband. That's she's what she's saying. saying. Lack she's of saying communication when he's is in, quite all right. She's saying when he's in his processing mode, you can let him know when you're aware that something's up 
And if you can help, that is if what you she can is figure saying. out when that he's is, in a processing mode from and from silent listen, to processing your, mode. What when when is that? Do you know? Do you have an insight as to when it goes from silence to processing mode? How do you know when the processing mode is in check? Is your, there a light bulb? Your time is, is up. There? I'm sorry. Your time is up. It's, it's my <laughs> time. It's my time to speak. Okay? This was a stupid you, article. It, it, it's my time to speak. You already gave everybody your wrong answers let me tell you guys okay i believe that ask someone else's mom is correct that when the gentleman is in his processing mode the wife should <laughs> just smirking the wife You're should horrible. just zip it let the wife should just let him know listen i understand there's something wrong uh-huh. Let me know. And I'm if a you're mind your, reader. It's very rude to interrupt, please. Okay. <laughs> Engineer, please turn off your microphone. Okay. Let him process. Let uh-huh. him process. Uh-huh. And what I would also say is, at least when it comes to me, okay, uh-huh. when I get upset, yes. I'm I get listening. upset sometimes, I'm in processing mode. Uh, yeah. And what I would really like is, I would like my wife to come up to me and say, I understand that something is wrong. Uh-huh. And can I make you a sandwich you know what i'd say and she could say with miracle whip a snapple and some chips perhaps a back rub you know and then you know what i would say i would say okay and then five days later better you'd want more to get the processing out (laughs) you know what you know this is this is disrespectful. You're like a caveman. This is disrespectful. You know what? We are running out of time. You know I'm done with you. I am done with you. We are going to the hospital right after this to get your cat scanned because this is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Carrie, do you have any final thoughts? Any final thoughts for anyone? I say Anything. just take a deep breath and, and and do some yoga and just say, write your thoughts down when you're ready. Write your thoughts <laughs> down when you're ready. That is. Yes. There's no rushing the, the male mind. You know what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. Guys, we are out of time. We're going to catch you guys up in another two weeks. We love y'all, and I'm going to leave you guys. This is coming from Ice Tea. It's an ice cold fact. If other people doing well bothers you and it doesn't motivate you, you're most likely a hater. And that's real talk, guys. That is real talk. Blue skies and a tailwind. We love y'all. We will see you guys in about, uh, God willing, right? Two weeks. You're on board flight 785. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.